<laughs> I've been trying to watch every Tom Hanks movie this year. That was my New Year's resolution. Right. And you know what? <laughs> Diesel over Hanks any day of the week. All right. <laughs> I would have loved to see people walking the green mile with Vin Diesel behind them <laughs> saying, We're family. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. This is Stab, the show that thinks you're neat and isn't afraid to let you know it. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist knows what you're thinking, but no, they're not a killer robot from the future. He's a regular contributor to Molly Party. It's Eric Barger. <laughs> Our second panelist openly admits to knowing next to nothing about theoretical physics. Thank you very much. He's co-host of Stabernacle. It's David Coleman. And our third panelist wants to someday open up a small chain of mom-and-pop BDSM dungeons. She's a hilarious stand-up and stab show favorite. It's Jacqueline Wyan. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Mind our stardust as major renovations are underway. Welcome to Stab, everybody. Uh, have, you, have you had enough water today? Have you? Everybody hydrated? It's important. Come on. Uh, come on, everybody. Everybody have a drink. <laughs> and let's meet tonight's panelists. Uh, <laughs> Eric. Hey there. Uh, hey there, buddy. Hi. Hey there. Um, good to see you. Good to have you, as always. Um, <laughs> been up to anything interesting lately, Eric, down there in Los Angeles? Are you starting to... Or not starting to? I don't know. I'm, I might be, be the only one that's slowly inching my way out into the world. You been doing anything uh, interesting lately, actually, out in the world? Um, let's see. I have been, well, I, my unemployment run out, so that's fun. Um, so I had to start, uh, working. So right now I'm, uh, delivering groceries to people through an app. And, um, you know, my mom on a call with me said it sounds like it's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> I told her she was wrong, and she told me I needed to get my act together. So, well, mm. you know, uh, really loving the state of the world right now. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not great, it's not spectacular, uh, but we're doing our best. <laughs> we're doing our best. All we can do is try and take care of us. And not worry about everything else. Um, I'm sorry. I was slightly uh, <laughs> distracted. Uh, hey, it's okay. Over here. Um, uh, so not any particular. You don't want to get into the particulars of any specific. You're not promoting any app. You're just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's. I mean, I, I. You know what? It wouldn't be fair uh, to all the all the different uh um you know shopping apps out there knowing that i'm 
on a certain one. Let's just say that uh, I got added as a preferred shopper twice yesterday. Well. <laughs> so, <laughs> that sounds like a sexual thing since I said twice. Um, well. But it's not. Um, but, you know, yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's, it's, it's not too bad, but, uh, you know. And... I have a trip to Santa Cruz planned soon, oh, so that nice. will be fun. Well, nice. Nice, nice. Um, happy to have you, Eric. Uh, happy I'll... to have me as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> David. David Coleman of Stabernacle. Um, how's... how's uh, anything... Trying to phrase this... <laughs> uh, uh, been up to anything uh, interesting, fun uh, lately beyond, I mean, the, just, beyond the show? You know, in in preparation for tonight, I I did listen to every previous episode of the Stab Podcast. Oof! Wow. I I rated it. It was better than Fast and the Furious, but not as good as Godzilla. You know what? I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> as a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. So- yeah, if you if you think about it, you you have to weigh all two hundred eighty one episodes, and they're not all killers, guys. Uh, <laughs> some of them Tokyo Drift is all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, always always ha- uh, enjoy having you around here as well, David. It's nice to. Stabernacle uh, is always fun. You and Skip Bacon. Uh, that was uh, an open invitation to explain what Stabernacle is to those that... Oh, cool. <laughs> Great. Thank you. So, uh-huh. <laughs> this is why I need Skip on that show, because she <laughs> picks up on all those cues. It works very well as a partnership. Um, Stabernacle, uh, myself and Skip Bacon, uh, go through portions of the Bible. We're even doing it radically. We're doing it in order. Mm-hmm. We just finished Leviticus. Uh, which is a book of rules about what to eat and how to use restrooms and things like that. <laughs> and we made it funny. If that didn't already sound funny, we made it very funny. <laughs> so you can check us out 3 p.m. second and fourth Sundays mm-hmm. right here on this on this Twitch channel or Facebook Live channel. Yeah. Or recorded if you're watching it at a different time. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's on demand if you'd like. No, it's always fun. Um, it's more fun uh, than I imagined uh, going through the Bible would be. But you guys, you did it. You did it. <laughs> you nailed it. Thank you, David. Good to have you. Thank you. Jacqueline Wyand. Yes. Jacqueline. Uh, I noticed, much to my chagrin, I don't know how this happened. It's been it's been too long. How did that happen? Yeah. How did that happen? It's been like three months. You know, I'm so busy. I got so much going on right now. <laughs> There's work. Um, yeah. In you know. Yeah. You know how it goes. <laughs> I, I don't. I haven't had a real job in a very long time. Um, but yeah, it's... it's uh, How have we not had you back for three months? That's terrible, and I, I hate myself. Um, <laughs> not specifically for this, but... Uh, <laughs> welcome back. What have you been up Thank to? You. You've been out there uh, out there doing shows, out there uh, being busy and, and enjoyed? Not really. No? Mostly working my day job, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is going great. It's Good. fine. Um, 
Just had a birthday. Yeah, yeah. Just had an anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, just all, just that, just that's all. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> all, all of those wonderful things. That's all. Just all. Uh, well, you are, you are a favorite around these parts. We enjoy you very Thank much. You. Uh, thanks for joining us. How about? Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. How about? Um, let's I'm just gonna take a glance over here looks like we may have weathered that again it's fun it's fun that people really hate us uh, I'm sorry <laughs> us no <laughs> they hate this guy uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah let's get the program going thank you all uh, for joining us here's the sad show Segment one, it's reorganization, and it probably will be for all time. I don't like change. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes I like an acronym because it's dumb. Sometimes I like an acronym because I'm a dyslexic 14-year-old. Sometimes I get <laughs> both of what I like. Uh, and this week's acronym is uh, <laughs> for the Gag Island Airport in Indonesia. Um... <laughs> So, obviously, for the Gag Island Airport in Indo Indonesia, the uh, acronym is uh, GAV. 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 I'll let you work <laughs> it out. Uh, <laughs> what else? Well, I mean, what else did you think it could be? Obviously. Uh, but now, instead of wondering why about anything, about anything that we've just covered, uh, we're going to ask you fine folks to tell me who or what else GAV might stand for or represent to you, starting with... Eric James Barger the first. Let's hear your GAV. All right. <clears throat> Listening Library presents Harry Potter Four and a Half, a fan fiction, Harry Potter and the Kick-Ass Vulture by Doug Thompson. The air was brisk outside the three broomsticks as Harry, Ron, and Hermione bustled in out of the cold. Ron slammed the door shut as Hermione headed towards the bar to ask Madame Rosmerta for three much-needed butterbeers. Harry slumped in the nearest chair, his head still reeling from the information Hagrid had given him. Dragons, he murmured. How am I going to defeat a dragon? Hermione returned, clutching, not butterbeers as Harry had hoped, but the latest issue of the Daily Prophet. She slammed it on the table and said, I don't believe it! This is it! Harry turned his attention to the page of the Prophet Hermione had opened, upon which he saw a short, slightly balding man. The name beneath the moving picture read Doug Johnson, the owner of G.A.V. in Diagon Alley. And as wizard pictures are so apt to do, the little man in the picture began to speak. Hi, I'm Doug, said the man. I own the store across from the apothecary in Diagon Alley. Everybody always walks by, but nobody comes in. They always go into the apothecary thinking that owls will be a good pet. But if you're not a complete fucking idiot, then you know that owls aren't the only magical bird. That's why I opened my store, GAV. Get a vulture! That's right! Come on down to my store where you can show up those stupid owl lovers and get a vulture! Hermione, said Harry, I'm supposed to be figuring out how to defeat a Hungarian horntail. 
Listen to him, urged Hermione. I know you probably think you can't respect him because he looks about 5'6", but actually, if you look it up, 5'6 is rated as one inch above the national average. So this Doug guy is actually tall. Harry listened on, realizing now that 5'6 isn't short. Come on down to get a vulture! Where you can, you guessed it, get a vulture! Vultures are actually really cool animals, way cooler than any other pets. Anybody who would think it's weird that you own a vulture as a pet is actually just a really mean woman and you didn't even want to date her anyway. He's right, mate, interjected Ron. Vultures are actually really cool things to have as a pet. Anybody who would walk into your flat, gasp, and call your vulture creepy and run away probably needs glasses because vultures are actually really beautiful. Look, said Harry, I'm not arguing the merits of having a sick-ass vulture as a pet. That's dope as hell. <laughs> and I know it looks like his hairline is receding, said Hermione, but he's actually quite attractive. Madame Rosmurda was actually telling me how she and Professor McGonagall both have huge crushes on him, always talking about how he pulls off the bald look. That's it, mate, exclaimed Ron. You should buy a vulture and get it to defeat the dragon. I think I've got a better idea said Harry with a wry smile. <laughs> the next morning, Doug Johnson awoke excited. Harry Potter had asked him to fight the dragon with his vulture, Sultan. He skateboarded into the Triwizard Arena and Madame Rosmerda and McGonagall both blew him kisses. Sultan the vulture flew around the dragon and made the dragon look like a little baby. The dragon flew away, crying fire, and accidentally burned down the house of Marie Quinley in London, who had a stupid cat as a pet. Everybody cheered Doug, and he went on to win the Triwizard Tournament and kiss Madame Rosmerta and Professor McGonagall at the same time. <laughs> the end? <laughs> oh. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Um, I mean, I know... I know... Uh, a lot of people uh, not only understood, but uh, enjoyed that. <laughs> I've never read a page or watched a minute <laughs> of the entire franchise. But well, it was, it was I, very well, you placed it exactly at the right place in the middle of the book. It was like I can imagine where it would go. Like it was well researched, <laughs> definitely the best researched acronym. <laughs> oh, thank you, Eric. Uh, David, um, <laughs> let's see how researched your GAB is. I can't compete with Eric. Um, <laughs> it's always going to be difficult. So, yeah, GAV, gross audio varieties. Mm -hmm. It's like garbage pail kids ASMR. <laughs> ASMR, or Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, is a hip new genre of sound where noises like whispers, crinkling paper, and gentle scratching on surfaces tricks your brain into a happy sensory response. But for those people who want a bad experience from their pseudoscience sound companies, we have GAV with playlists like Public Restroom, <laughs> Visit with elderly relative on hospice. <laughs> Unsupervised children with loud singing toys. <laughs> it won't scratch an itch in your brain. It will feel like something slimy brushed up against your brain's leg. <laughs> Why would you want this, you ask? 
maybe you're the kind of person who likes horror films and heavy metal music and is looking for pain with your pleasure. Maybe you're going to play it at a party when you want people to leave. Maybe you're doing it ironically. Whatever reason, we have the gritty gross sound for you, GAV. Order now and we'll include rec record scratches on vinyl and lo-fi beats for when you're having an anxiety attack. <laughs> Is that what I need? Uh, thank you, thank you, David. <clears throat> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not, I'm, I'm gonna not think about most of what you just said. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a slimy thing brushing against my leg. No, that's that was already too much. Thank you, David. Um, uh, just checked. Uh, someone. Uh, <laughs> is already streaming that to over 100,000 people. So, well done. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm trying comedy on this platform. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, Jacqueline, how about you clo close out uh, reorganization with your take on this, this old chestnut GAV? Everybody knows a Virgil. Get a life, Virgil. Stop stealing my laundry and my boyfriend's. Who does Virgil think he is? Virgil owes me money. Hey, Virgil, leave those damn cats alone, you freaking scamp. Whenever Virgil is in town, good luck getting a table at Applebee's. He won't let you sit down. He just goes to each table and says, no, this one's mine. I hate Virgil and his teeny little hands that steal food out of my baby's mouth. When you see Virgil, don't panic. He gets horny when you panic. He's a really disgusting man. Just stay calm and remember to gas. Go away, Virgil. <laughs> yeah. When it's that to the point, you don't have to fucking dilly-dally. Just go away, Virgil. Just go away. <laughs> Get. Scoot. Stop digging when you struck gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Think there's platinum under that? No. Get a life and get away, Virgil. Uh, thank you, Jacqueline. That was reorganization. Segment two. Already. I know. Only a half hour into the stream. How about you just give... Uh, <laughs> it's you want me bullet. to talk about Fast and Furious more? Uh, I'd like to just hear... Uh, all of your examinations of the many faces of Tom Hanks. Uh, like, I don't Is that, is it all just the movies? Or did you go back to Bosom Buddies? What it's, what's the, any, no? I don't watch Bosom Buddies. It was recommended by somebody I don't like. <laughs> all right. Um, fuck me then. Uh, segment two. No, no, no. That was not, that was not, I wasn't talking about you right now. I know, I know. <laughs> Segment two, it's bulletin board. <clears throat> Sometimes information, whether urgent or evergreen, needs to be in front of faces. And you can't just hold it up there all day. So you put it where the traffic is on a break room bulletin board. And so in bulletin board... Oh, okay. I forgot what, what I did here. It's been a long two days. Uh, <laughs> in bulletin board, you are asked to give us each three things that you might find hanging from, stuck on, or otherwise adhered to a bulletin board hung in the break room of a specific place. Sorry. Uh, in this case, it is the break room of just 
the the entire general all encompassing uh, twenty twenty one teachers lounge. <sighs> so uh, let's all get sad. And Eric, let's hear your first item <laughs> on the break room bulletin board of the twenty twenty one teachers lounge. <clears throat> An official note from P Principal Jacoby. I don't know how any of you fell for this, but apparently students have been taping cutouts of their own faces on the outside of their face shields so that they can take naps and you think they're awake. If a student face looks flat and unmoving, maybe check if they're paying attention, parentheses, Mr. Corcoran. Thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, all these new fun pandemic gags. <laughs> print out your face you silly sons of bitches uh thank you eric uh david let's hear your first piece on the 2021 teacher's lounge break room bulletin board this is this is a very special one uh my wife is a teacher so this is this oh. is something that an administrator actually thought teachers would enjoy <laughs> Okay. Uh, they they arrived at school and there was a nice sign that said, we can't mask our excitement at having you back. <laughs> so I promise I made up the other ones like a good comedian, but that was a real thing an administrator thought teachers would want to see. No, no, no. I'm going to need you to tell me right now that that wasn't an actual thing. <laughs> No, that was genuinely. It was sent in an email, actually, for oh, being specific. Sure. I, I fictionalized it to make it more bulletin point. <laughs> All that right. Was <laughs> and that away. somehow softened the blow? I don't know that it did. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, Molly. Me too. <laughs> hate that so much. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jacqueline, let's hear your first piece on the 2021 Teacher's Lounge Break Room Bullet Board. For sale, baby mask, never worn. <laughs> oh. Kids don't like to wear masks. <laughs> no. no oh, no. <laughs> Let our children breathe. Uh, <laughs> much darker than you intended. <laughs> why, is, why is that a stand? That pe oh, you know what I'm, I I keep it apolitical around here in the Stab household. Uh, oh, let us speed through this. I apologize <laughs> for making you do it in the first place, Eric. Let's hear your second break. Twenty twenty one teachers lounge bulletin board item. An official note from Principal Jacoby. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Apparently, kids at recess have been playing a game called Six Feet a Fart, <laughs> in which they try to fart on each other from six feet away. Mm -hmm. This game is not tolerated on school grounds. A spin-off of the game, whose rules seem self-explanatory based on the title Social Pistoncing, <laughs> is also not allowed. These games are punishable with detention and should not be told that they are, quote, funny and creative, parentheses, Mr. Corcoran. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I, I'm not, I'm not the kind of, uh, upstanding gentleman that might, uh, peruse, uh, online, uh, pornographic, uh, receptacles. Um, but if there isn't a series somewhere that's cropped up in the last year and a half called 
social pistoning. I don't know anything about the world of pornography. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I like to think I don't. Sometimes I really... <laughs> sometimes I, <laughs> I really like to think. Uh, <laughs> David. Uh, item two. Teacher's Lounge. Bulletin board. In the year of our Lord, 2021. All right. So uh, they have a, a notice that says... Recess rules, spring 2020. Oh, no tag games. And then that's crossed out. It says recess rules for distance learning. No tagging on social media. And then that's crossed out. And then it says hybrid recess rule, rules. No jokes about toe tags. And then that's crossed out. It says fall 2021 recess rules. Masks still required outdoors. And then that's crossed out. And it says fall 2021 fire season recess rules it's not allowed outdoors because of smoke fuck it play tag <laughs> ultimately uh, yeah it's uh wild west out there baby uh we're all gonna die sometime why not now all right um i'm uh, i'm gonna turn up the chipper no everything's gonna be better guys jacqueline oh Go ahead. Let's hear your second. I'm realizing now that my other two um, could be from any year. I don't know. I okay. just got, you know. All right. So, okay. It's a flyer that reads, I'm doing my stand-up comedy routine tonight, and if I can get 15 people to come out, I'll get drink tickets. Sign below if you want to come. And then there are generously 20 lines below the message. All are blank, except for one line where somebody hand wrote in, not after last time. That was humiliating for all of us. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that is an <laughs> that is an evergreen post. <clears throat> that, could, <laughs> uh, that doesn't have to be this year specific. Uh, <laughs> all right, final time around, Eric. Let's hear your third 2021 Teachers Lounge break room bulletin board item. Right. <clears throat> An official note from Principal Jacoby. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it got on there, but Harry Potter and the Kick-Ass Vulture is not on the approved summer reading list. <laughs> if you have already purchased it, tell the parents to not let the children read it. There is a super graphic sex scene involving Doug Johnson and about three-fourths of the Hogwarts staff. Again, do not encourage students to read this book. All caps. Mr. Corcoran. Thank you. <laughs> This uh, this Mr. Corcoran sounds really problematic. <laughs> Can we not get rid of this guy? Is there tenure in elementary schools? What's going on? Uh, he hasn't done anything fireworthy. <laughs> okay, no no actual fireable offenses. All right, well, what can you do? So he's gonna tow that line all the way out. <laughs> <laughs> David, let's hear. <laughs> let's hear uh, item number three from you. Item number three. Remember, we have a sub shortage, so please don't take time off. And if you're angry you aren't allowed to take any time off, please don't quit. <laughs> and if you quit, please consider getting on the sub list. <laughs> <clears throat> the circle of teaching life. Uh, <laughs> oh, ugh. never considered it. Never once. Never once considered it. Would this be a good teacher? No. No. I think we made the right choice. Jacqueline, 
let's wrap up Bulletin Board with your final item on the 2021 Teacher's Lounge Break Room Bulletin Board. Don't forget to sign Diane's happy birthday slash get well soon card. And I can't believe this needs to be said, but do not make jokes or rude remarks about the comedic nature in which she broke both of her legs. Trust me, she does not have a sense of humor about it right now. <laughs> So much mystery. We're never gonna know, but just don't. <laughs> I gotta know what it was. <laughs> don't bring it up. She is. <laughs> it is a sensitive subject. Hilarious, <laughs> but sensitive. <laughs> you know what? As most sensitive subjects are, if it's not you, it's hilarious. All right. <laughs> Segment three. Let's uh, reach and pass the halfway point uh, with campaign trail. I don't know uh, how many of you guys have actually gotten to do this, so it was nice. Uh, if you live in California, which we all do, you know we're in the middle of some dumb, dumb, stupid head political mumbo-jumbo that I have not had nearly enough interest in learning about. But uh, the major, I'm going to say that was probably major, not made joy, point <laughs> is that it's always campaign season somewhere. And so in campaign trail, it's your job to pound the pavement Rattle some cages to get your message out there and convince us why your following candidate is the only choice for the following posts, positions, and platforms. Eric James Barker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> I like that I write these a couple days ago and then forget them until I read them, like, right now. Uh, <laughs> you are a large paddle with the word slut cut out of it running... <laughs> For the post of Orgy Supervisor. Hello, everybody! Mine. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to hearing this voice for seven minutes. Let's do <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Hello, everybody! My name... My name is Large Paddle with the word slut cut out of it. Biden, and I want to be your orgy supervisor. Now I know what you're thinking. You're just a hoity-toity paddletician. You don't know what it's like to be an orgy paddle down here in the muck, slapping anus after anus day after day. I actually do know what that's like. You know, folks, back in college, I didn't know what kind of paddle I was. I actually tried to be a canoe paddle. But turns out, to be a canoe paddle, you actually have to propel the canoe forward and not just cut a bunch of tiny bubbles in the water in the shape of the word slut. I was down, but did I give up? No! I tried to be a ping pong paddle. Only problem was, balls kept getting stuck in my ass. And not the kind of balls you want stuck in you. That's a joke for all the orgy paddles out there. <laughs> now, I was down then. Didn't know who I was. But did I give up? No! I tried becoming a surgical paddle. Well, I managed to simultaneously kill and sexually shame four different people. I'll tell you what, that's when I was asked, yes, four. Oh, no. <laughs> they didn't get rid of me after one, four. 
I sat there wondering, what kind of paddle am I? And then my good friend, Al Spankin, introduced me to these beautiful things called orgies! Now, I put in the time. I've spanked. I've yanked. I've slapped butts and I've clapped nuts. I've been up, down, in and out, and covered in anything you can imagine. And that's why I want to be your orgy supervisor. So that I can help all paddles find their true trajectory. So when you hit those poles on Tuesday, I urge you. Be like the young paddle who had the word slut carved into him. Don't get stuck in a rut. Get stuck on a butt. Thank you very much. <laughs> Powerful. Powerful words. <clears throat> Out there slapping butts and clapping nuts. <laughs> mm. uh, thank you. Thank you, Eric. Uh, we will certainly, certainly consider your candidate. Uh... David, uh, let's see. What did we do here? Oh, yes. Yeah. David Coleman, you are a sandwich bag full of twist ties demanding to be included in this junk drawer runoff debate. Yes, I am. <laughs> the scissors would have you believe that they are the most important member of our drawer. But what do scissors do? They tear things apart. They want to divide us right down the middle with an even cut. My twisty ties bring things together. When they organized this junk drawer in 97, I gave freely of the twisty ties within my cell. I was used to bundle you all together in groups of similar items. For those of you too large to bundle, I welcomed you as equals as you were placed in sandwich baggies like my own. And what did I do once we ran out of Ziplocs and had to use unsealed plastic baggies? I was there with my twisty ties once again, sealing you in your warm blankets of thin cellophane. Some of you noted during the primaries that a better candidate to stand for unity and stand up to scissors would maybe be my good friend, old jar of rubber bands. <laughs> well, that old jar certainly has done a lot for this community in as many years, but his rubber is growing brittle and is prone to snap. Scissors can cut right through his rubber bands, but my twisty ties have a heart of cheap, flexible metal. Can scissors cut through me? I don't know. But when little Timmy tried, mom got mad at him for using the good scissors and told him to use the ones from our junk drawer. You hear that? My opponent isn't even the good scissors. A vote for twisty tie baggins is a vote for the future of junk. <laughs> Thank you, twisty tie baggins. Thank uh, you. Just, just enjoying... Um, all the traffic in so many rooms. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, apparently apparently David got a package. Fucking lucky. Wow. So apparently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, I, I assume <laughs> Corey's just going to go watch the game. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, we get so many peeks into so many homes uh, <laughs> every week here on the Stab Show. Uh, thank you, David. So good. A sandwich bag full of twist ties. Uh, running for the junk drawer debate. Uh, Jacqueline! Oh, sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 Started to sound like a paddle. Oh, Jacqueline. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Not even close. Uh, let's hear from your candidate. Uh, ah, oof. Mm, this is a tough this is a tough one. You are a single remaining wing from a 12-piece KFC bucket campaigning for a spot in the fridge on the fridge council of leftovers. Citizens of the fridge. When I came here three days ago, I was a different chicken wing. A lot of us are different now. We've lost a lot of good men since then. There was old Chinese food, so wise. There were my 11 brothers and sisters who, as you know, were assorted fried chicken parts. And who could forget bowl of spaghetti? <laughs> he was too much spaghetti. Sadly, they've all left us. And with them went their goals and their dreams and their memories. They're on the other side now. What this fridge needs is a leader who's going to stick around and not fuck off and get eight like all the traitors I listed. This wing, sticking around. I'm not going nowhere, folks. And I do believe my resume speaks for itself. Does 11 herbs and spices ring any bells? Old Dry Chicken Wing 2021. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, was, that was too much spaghetti, guys. That was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, eyes bigger than my stomach. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> if you save just one wing, it'll be in the fridge for months. Uh, <laughs> who wants that? It's all dry... All right, segment four. Let's keep plugging ahead. Thank you, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being awesome. You in the chats. You watching. Uh, <laughs> it's always too much spaghetti. You're right. You're right. Uh, we're into segment four. <clears throat> and we're going to write some angry poems about it. Why not? Anger. We've all got it. <clears throat> it's sadly what makes us who we are until we start, you know, liking ourselves. But who's got the time? Why not instead... Take that pent-up anger and shape it into something beautiful, or at least grant-worthy, by making it all poetic. So go ahead and mold that rage into flowery rage and write an angry poem about the following things. Eric! I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your angry poem about crunk. <laughs> all right. It's not even a thing anymore. Am I 90 years old? What am I doing? <laughs> Uh, I knew what it was. I, 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 I yeah. That's this poem is entitled "Your Crunk is the Funk," and I'm gonna dunk on your junk. Okay. Your crunk is the funk, and I'm gonna dunk on your junk. What does that mean? If you don't know, I can't help you, punk. Cause your crunk is the funk, and I'm gonna dunk on your junk. Again, you asked, what does that mean? Well, if you don't know. You stink like a skunk. Because your crunk is the funk, and I'm going to dunk on your junk. 
And if you're saying, seriously, what does that mean? <laughs> That's not a phrase. And it doesn't make any sense. You're just mad because you just got sunk. <laughs> and probably because your crunk is the funk. And I'm going to dunk on your junk. And if you're saying, hold on. Didn't you see a guy at the gym whose Nike shirt said your game is the funk and I'm going to dunk on your junk? Are you just copying a guy who you thought was cool from the gym? Well, guess what? Your theory's debunked. Because your game, I mean your crunk, is the funk. And I'm going to dunk on your junk. And if you're saying that guy was wearing a basketball shirt, so his thing made sense. If you if you just say I'm gonna dunk on your junk, it sounds like you're gonna like scoop my ball sack or something. You're dumb as a tree trunk, <laughs> cause your crunk is the funk, and I'm gonna dunk on your junk. And if you're saying whatever, seems like you couldn't think of anything to do with the word crunk, so you just copied a nonsense phrase that sounds kind of tough so people don't actually see that you're just a complete little uncreative little asshole <laughs> your crunk is the funk and i'm gonna dunk on your junk peace <laughs> never think that never think that never feel that don't let that in don't let that in. <laughs> I'm not an uncreative little asshole you're a very very creative little asshole Oh, thank, thank, you. <laughs> thank you, Eric. Uh, the original shirt sounds dumb. Uh, <laughs> it's a real shirt that I own. <laughs> and on the back, it says, Mr. Basketball. <laughs> oh, of course. Obviously, obviously, that quote would be from Mr. Basketball. That's uh, right. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> uh, David. Um... Yeah, I, in all in all of uh, in all of Eric's, I don't think he used the other two words, so that's good. No, let's see if you have any other rhyming words left. Uh, <laughs> David, let's hear your angry poem about flunk. Yeah, so um, I lean more towards beatnik poetry. Sure. Um, so polynomials, <laughs> square of a negative. I am not. Miss Reed should read the expression on my sophomore drama club face. You can't keep me from extracurriculars just because I flunked with your F. F you, Miss Reed. Read my lips, you mathematical bitch. I need this great check form signed so I can go to the drama festival. <laughs> At every other class, I exceed, I excel, I experience life. I expect to never need to find X. Precalculus is preparing for what? Accounting? Machines will do our counting. I will not be a machine, Miss Reed. I will be human. <laughs> if you will not sign my grade check, will you offer me one thing? Do you give extra credits? <laughs> oh God. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed all of it. Um, but I, 
more than anything, just enjoyed the authenticity. I've never heard anything that has sounded more like a sophomore drama club <laughs> poem uh, whipped up hastily on the steps of the theater at lunch and delivered to that math teacher who has never lived a single day in her life. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you sell your dreams to numbers? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, ultimately, don't we, don't we all? Selling, yeah. selling our lives, hours by hours, minutes by minutes, days and weeks for a check with numbers. <clears throat> I gotta go home and lay down. Uh, Jacqueline, <laughs> Jacqueline, let's wrap up some angry poems um, with. Oh, well, this is relevant. Uh, <laughs> your angry poem about drunk. Hey, listen, come here. <laughs> Let me whisper in your ear. I'm not having fun, and I'd like another beer. This party started great. I had them all in stitches. How about let's do some shots? Unless you're all some little bitches. Anyway, I'm mad now. What are you going to do? Can I have some coffee? I'm going to make tiramisu. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, don't let him keep fucking drinking. He's gonna try and make tiramisu. He doesn't even know what goes <laughs> in it. It's just gets to a point, and then he's it's just stop him before he gets to flan. Can we just agree on that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jacqueline, so good. Oh, final segment already. Oh, shucks and fooey. Um, but you know what? This is this is how much we give ourselves. It's perfect. It's a perfect amount. You wouldn't want to be too much spaghetti. De <laughs> segment five, <laughs> Department of Tourism. Oh boy! Can you feel that next lockdown breathing down your neck like I can? <laughs> well, before we all get back to sheltering in our respective places, let's try to get those last remaining brave souls still venturing out to come visit your place. Because your job in Department of Tourism, uh, as the newly appointed Director of Tourism for the following places, is to tell us unmasked travelers of places why your place is where we should want to come visit, stay a while, or put down roots. Uh, Eric Barger. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know what? I'm just going to let you uh, tell me. Uh, let's hear your tourism guide for Party City. All right. What you just heard was the national anthem of Party City. What's up, y'all? It's me, the mayor of Party City, DJ Khaled. I founded a new city. It's called Party City. For legal reasons, I do have to distinguish that this is not the company Party City. That's why the store Party City has a logo that's a bunch of balloons, and our logo is a gif of me saying, another one. <laughs> if you're watching this video, you're one of the lucky 30,000 ASU graduates who I invited to come live with me in my new town. I know what you're thinking. Sounds dope. But what is it? 
Party City used to be called Rock Springs, Wyoming. But then me and my entourage came in and did what the people there called a hostile takeover. <laughs> AKA, we pimped it out, playa! <laughs> Rock Springs used to be known for its quaint little walking paths. But now, Party City is known for its quaint little dabbing paths. Oh, my button's not working. But DJK, if if I move to Party City, aren't the previous locals going to harsh my freaking buzz? Don't worry about that. They were all forcibly removed from their Victorian two-story houses. So we don't have houses anymore. All we have now is freaking bang rooms. <laughs> but DJK, what happens if these people try to take their town back? That's a major party foul, bro. Don't worry. They're all trapped in an off-site camp, being forced to make piñatas for the store Party City. And as long as we continue to provide free labor to Party City, they won't sue us for using their name. So come on down to Party City and live here. We can get crunk as hell. Whoa, did you say crunk? Whoa, hold on, is that Eric Barger? Yeah, I said crunk. What are you going to do about it? Me? I'm going to dunk on your junk. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? This! Yeah! Oh, he's shoving a basketball in my crotch. Oh, <laughs> well, good luck dunking on my junk when I have the evil corporate entity of Party City behind me. Ah! Oh, no. What am I going to do? Oh, save you? Whoa! It's Doug Thompson! Feel the wrath of Sultan! <laughs> Sultan, fly and free the people of Rock Springs, Wyoming! Fly! <laughs> wow, Doug, you saved me. And you don't look short at all. 5'6 is an inch above the national average. Thanks, Eric. Would you like to play a game with me? It's called Social Pistoncing. You know, Doug, I think I would. End credits. <laughs> oh, man. Just all the while, unbeknownst, just building this magical world around us the entire time. And no that, idea. <laughs> that would... That would all just come <laughs> to free to free the trapped people of uh, was it Rock Springs, Wyoming? Rock uh, Springs, Wyoming. Yeah. Oh, Eric. Oh, you're a gem and a prince. And uh, how can folk enjoy Eric Barger outside of uh, this and your other appearances here uh, on Stab in Stab Stabity Stab Stab Stab? How can people enjoy Eric? Uh, you can find me, uh, I have an album on Spotify, as I've said multiple times, but yeah. if you don't know, then don't know. go check it out. Yeah. Uh, my artist name is EJB1, which stands for Eric James Barger the first. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have an album out, a comedy music album called, uh, <laughs> what's it fucking called? Uh, Artie Animal, 
parentheses party songs by a guy you don't want at your party yeah and you can find me on instagram at it electric not it's electric as i ask every time if you message it's electric please tell her to give me her profile (laughs) one of these days one of these days it's going to work out the legions let's say legions of stab fans will uh will make this right someday Oh, thank you, Eric. So good to have you. So good to see you. Uh, David Coleman, let's hear from you. Oh, no, this is going to have a similar flavor. Uh, (laughs) At least in part. Let's, (laughs) thematically, let's hear uh, your guide, your tourism guide, to Amazon Distribution Center, J780523. All right, here we go. That's right. We are the Amazon Center where scenes from Oscar-winning picture Nomadland were filmed. (laughs) Take a photo with the box Frances McDormand taped up while method acting. Stand where an actress you've seen in Fargo and then forgotten entirely, then seen in Moonrise Kingdom and forgotten entirely, and then didn't even see a Nomadland stud. Better yet. Step into an employee's shoes for a few weeks. Get paid on your vacation. With the things we're allowed to classify as breaks, we probably can classify short-term employment as a vacation. (laughs) Think of it like a camping trip, getting away from modern conveniences like microwaves and phones and toilets. You will definitely mail customers all of these, but you won't have access to them yourself. How rugged. Just like in Nomadland, we believe you have to be forcibly forcibly evicted from your home to find your home away from home. That's right. Amazon <laughs> Distribution Center number J780523. It's easy to remember that number because it's just seven days a week, 80 hours a week, <laughs> and you're paid 523 an hour. <laughs> That is convenient. <laughs> Thank you, David. Oh, <laughs> the world is being destroyed by greed. Uh, <laughs> good to good to have you. Thank you for for uh, speaking speaking truth to power, David. How can, how can people uh, enjoy seeing more and uh, just just getting their their plum full fold up of uh, David Coleman out there? Absolutely. So you should totally join me Sunday afternoons um, for Stabernacle on, on second and fourth Sunday afternoons for Stabernacle and mm-hmm. talk about uh, the word of, of God with me. <laughs> um, also, if you, if you want to hear me talk about other subjects, book me on your shows. Mm, there you uh, go. And those are, the, those are the two best ways to, to get to know me. <laughs> well, there you go. There you uh, go. Yeah. If you don't. If you don't already produce shows, maybe you should and get David right on that so that you can yeah. get your David time. It's like hanging out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm funny when I hang out. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sure you are, David. That, that, took a, that took a turn. I'm fun, too. I don't hang out. Uh, <laughs> thank you, David. Thanks for being here, as usual. Jacqueline. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Hey there, Jacqueline. Um Hi. Where can folk, before we get to your your final piece, where can folk enjoy 
Uh, more Jacqueline Wyan out in the wild or just, you know, in general? Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, at Jacqueline Wyan. I've been posting stand-up clips on TikTok, uh, at Jacqueline Wyan. And I will be at Stab uh, Under the Stars tomorrow for the Body Posse show. I believe it is at 8 p.m. That's all true. Yay, we get more Jacqueline tomorrow. You can come out. It'll be in the backyard. You know, relatively safe for the times that we live in. Or it'll also be streaming if uh, you rightly don't want to go into the world. (laughs) So... Let's close this out, Jacqueline. Let's hear why we should want to come visit, live, just just check out. That's the way it goes, Bill. <clears throat> or, sorry. <clears throat> I got ahead of myself. Uh, I, I shortened it. It's, it probably should have been Bill. There were no Bills in this one, but I had to make it harder. <clears throat> uh, let's hear... Uh, why we should want to visit. Uh, that's the way it goes, Sylvania. <laughs> hey, how's yous doing? My name is Tony. You may remember me from several television appearances back when I went by, and I'm so ashamed of this titty-loving Tony. <laughs> well, that ain't me no more. I went ahead and did some soul-searching, and since then, I'm regularly attending therapy. I volunteer at a co-ed church. I'm heavily medicated, and I'm proud to say that now, I'm Tony-loving Tony. And Tony-loving Tony is here to say, hey, sometimes that's just the way it goes. And so here's my new tropical island. You'll enjoy lush forests, white sand beaches, and sexy bikini babes who I honestly don't notice anymore due to my new medication making it very difficult for me to perform, if you knows what I mean. But hey, that's just the way it goes. Follow me. This is our beachfront hotel slash nightclub. They pour a strong drink. Gentlemen, take note. The women here get real wild on ladies' night. We're talking body shots. We're talking taking the whole boobies out. I used to get a real thrill out of it. Anyway... That's just the way it goes, I guess. Am I less of a man? No way. I'm more of a man now that my wing-wing don't work no more. Hey, follow me. Here's our Titties of the World Museum. I can't believe they gave us funding for this. Man, I used to spend days here. Not no more, though. Hey, you guys will love it, though. I'm fine just sitting here with my book. (laughs) Visit That's the Way It Goes, Sylvania. It's the tits. (laughs) Oh, Tony. Oh, you're always a rascal. <laughs> and Stab is over. Thank you all for joining us tonight. And a very special thank you to tonight's fantastic panel, Eric Barger, David Coleman, and Jacqueline Wyan. Hey, liked being here and hanging out with us tonight? Well, if you want to catch these live episodes as they happen every week, all you got to do is tune in to Stab Comedy Theater TV Thursdays at 8 p.m. and your work is done. But if you'd rather take Stab on the go with you anytime you want, why not check this uh, this and the other 281 episodes of the Stab Show available uh, via the podcast outlet of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the Good Pods app. And that is that for tonight, folks. Thank you for spending your night with us. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, saying very little, but doing it with <laughs> conviction and a punchable smirk. Good night.